Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about can you actually uh, estimate a retirement number? So this is something, you know, we talk about it a lot, how you need 25 times your annual expenses, um, you know, saved in order to retire. That was the calculation I used when I saved $1.25 million with the expectation that I could spend $50,000 per year into the future. But, you know, back then when I made that calculation, I just really had no idea what type of life or lifestyle I would want to have in the future. I mean, it's a simple notion that the, the more lavish your lifestyle, the more money you're going to need. I basically, you know, I recently wrote, wrote a post about a guy, uh, you know, in Chicago who spends about two hundred fifty to three hundred thousand dollars per year. So he, he needs more than three million saved. But what do you think, Matt? Is, is it even realistic to think about uh, how much money you're going to need for retirement? And do do those calculations even add up? Yeah, I mean, I think for many people, you know, they sort of struggle in terms of finding a number. But you know, if you really dig into it, you know, you, you can kind of quickly estimate around anywhere from you know roughly around like let's say one to two million dollars. But you know, it's, it tends to be on the higher end and it really depends on your, on your, on your annual expenses. And, and that's what we say about 20 years from now, because again, healthcare, who knows what that cost might be to your family in, in 20 years. But, you know, going back to, you know, really estimating that retirement number. Yeah. I, I think in terms of some people, if they really push in terms of trying to maximize their net worth, they can really try to leave a legacy in terms of leaving behind money or say businesses in terms of, you know, an estate. So I think there is, you know, that, that could be part of the retirement plan in terms of, you know, what what is that big end goal in mind? I think that's a great point. I mean, I, I haven't really thought about the fact that, you know, you don't have to always think about how much money you need, at, you know, in terms of tangibles. There can be intangibles as well. I think that's a great point if you're an entrepreneur and you're building businesses and those are assets. You know, if you don't necessarily have a monetary value for those assets, it's still something that, you know, if you're growing it over a long period of time, is going to be valuable uh, into the future. Um, you know, when I was looking at this back in the day in 2010, all of the calculators told me I needed to save over $3 million. Uh, I thought that was pretty unrealistic. I didn't see how that was possible. You know, I settled on the more realistic $1.25 million. But it's something that I think a lot of people worry about. Um, am I saving enough? Am I on track? And how can I estimate the type of a life I'm going to live in the future once I have kids and a family and all those things? Um, and I think that you know, really the key is to be honest with yourself about, at the end of the day, what you value and can you live a, li- a good life for the amount of money that you're projecting. So I projected that I could live a really good life you know, at $50,000 a year, but that's presupposing things like you know, living in a city or maybe a small town, a small town uh, and not not somewhere like New York or Los Angeles where, you know, you probably need two to three times that amount of money to live the rest of your life there. Yeah, my last big point is just saying, you know, you know, even though the number might be so large, don't make it such a big hurdle where you just don't even bother getting started. You know, a lot of my friends I know where, you know, they see retirement as such a big far off goal that they think, oh, I'll do it later. I'll be able to catch up later. You know, a lot of people, if you just look at you know the numbers and if you look at quotes, a lot of people just regret not saving earlier in life. So take advantage while you can. Take the advantage of you know compound interest and and you know don't let that big hurdle you know scare you because again, even though the number might be two point five million or three or you know four or two million, whatever it might be, you know again the investing might only be 
less than a million of that, and compound interest will do the rest of the work. Yeah, no, I think I think that's a that's a great point. Um, and the other thing is, you know, I built into my estimate just the idea that I would be making money at some point later in my life and would be adding to it. So I think the the simple question is, how much would you need to have saved to walk away today, and how long would that last you? Um, very realistically, anyone you know retiring in their 30s or wanting to retire in their 30s or 40s is probably going to want to make some money at some point later in life. So you know you can always get back into the workforce in some form, but just really do it on your own terms. So um, can you calculate your retirement number? Certainly. How much you need to retire completely dependent on the lifestyle that you want to live. And you know once you've worked for maybe 5, 10, 15 years, you might want to save less because you want to get out faster. It comes down to what you value and you know you probably will need less money than you think. Don't let that big number scare you. So hope this was helpful and we'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag Millennial Money on Twitter or visit MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.